what is it that you're actually saying to yourself? What are the parts you embrace? What are the parts you love most? And what are the parts that are sometimes in the shadows that you hide? And how can we shift some of this to be able to be more comfortable with all of this? Welcome to The Shift, where we search for ways to do better by thinking better. Whether you're going through a major life change, looking to deepen your understanding of yourself, or hoping to improve your relationships with others, The Shift is here for you. We're your hosts, Isla and Yashar, an endlessly curious sister and brother team. As certified brain-based executive coaches with backgrounds in medicine and management, we combine the neurosciences, performance psychology, strategic planning methodology, and mindfulness techniques to empower your transformation from the inside out. Join us in conversation as we explore better ways to show up for ourselves and each other. Welcome back to The Shift, friends. Today we are talking about how to show up and celebrate your whole self. To do that, I need to address a pet peeve I have. (laughs) And that is when people say, I wear many hats. I want to throw out this hat metaphor and replace it with the concept of a toolbox. Let's set it up a little bit. So usually when we're working with clients at one point, we will have someone say, I wear many hats. You know, I play these different roles for different people and it just bothers me. (laughs) And I never understood why until I sat with it. And I said, oh, right. Because something about this emphasizes compartmentalizing ourselves. And, you know, if you've worked with me, I have a big ick for that because I'm really trying to lean in myself as my own evolution, but also for you and our clients and our friends and our community is how to be whole and what whole looks like one whole dynamic person. And doesn't seem like this concept that I wear different hats to be different versions of me does that. I feel like it means that we become fragmented. And like I said, compartmentalized. And so it requires a reframe from my perspective. How do you feel about it? Is this just my pet peeve or do you feel my pain? I don't know if I feel your pain to the degree that you feel your own pain. (laughs) (laughs) But I know I agree with you because I see compartmentalizing happening with our clients. I see it happening with myself if I'm not careful. And I think it's something that a lot of people deal with. It allows us who do it, when we do it, to feel safer It also allows us to feel more put together. It allows us to only showcase the pieces of ourselves that we think will maybe be accepted in that environment, or maybe absolutely believe have to be showcased in that environment for success or growth or whatever the goal may be. We end up hiding parts of ourselves from these environments because we either imagine there to be a threat or there's a real threat that needs to be managed. In this conversation we're going to have, I think we have to move away from real threats because that's not the angle at which we can maybe necessarily responsibly attune to in this conversation. However, in the 90% of one's life, let's say, they're mostly imagined threats. There are self-judgmental pieces and they are an acceptance or breaking down of boundaries for other people's judgments onto oneself. That's the area where this conversation is going to go for, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where your pet peeve comes from. Would you say that's correct, Isla? Thank you for bringing that up. 
there are many times in our life where we cannot show up whole. And unfortunately, that is because we are not safe. So in no way do we dismiss that and not honor it as a real reality to not having safer spaces to be. And there are times, like you said, where it's perceived or it's the way that we've always done things. And so now we're presenting an opportunity to not only see yourself in a new light, but present yourself in a new light. And instead of this idea that you take many shapes or wear different hats and play different roles, we say, actually, you have a toolbox filled with all your successes and failures, all your experiences and the challenges you face. This journey has filled your toolbox with resources. So now in any given situation, you don't change your hat. You just reach into your toolbox and assess what will work best in this situation. That's what we're talking about today is not to dismiss the reality that we can't show up as all of ourselves all the time. It's more understanding that you are a whole person. And at different times, you will be able to assess and based on your toolbox, show up as what will serve that moment best. Instead of making yourself believe you have to shape shift. This is not an identity crisis. This is not a costume change. We don't have many faces and we don't wear hats. We are whole, complete people that have access to different tools for different purposes. You can do many things with many people in many different situations and access your heart, your mind, your resourceful hands and decide what tools are best for that moment. And what I hear in this conversation is a celebration of all that we are. It's a excitement for all the different pieces that make up ourselves. And it's not putting it in juxtaposition to one another. You know, for myself, I know I often wouldn't know which version of me to, to present as because I am a doctor, but I also am a drummer in a rock band. And I also love surfing and I also love training dogs and on and on I can go. And for me, I didn't know, do I speak about that or do I not? And in fact, I remember the members of our band because we were all in medicine, always found it awkward to tell professionals that we were in a rock band. Mm -hmm. If almost as if it took away professional credits mm -hmm. or that we were good at being doctors just because we play in a rock band as well. And so there's that little piece of hiding of like, do I really express this about myself? When someone says, who are you? What are you about? What's new? we become chameleons, as you say, Isla, to that situation. And maybe the biggest mind shift is allowing ourselves to open up, allowing ourselves to express fully who we are. And what has become very clear to me in the work that we've done over these many years is we can't open up if we're hiding from ourselves. Yeah, We can't open up if we don't actually reveal ourselves to ourselves first and embrace and embody all of ourselves and see how they actually fit as beautiful mosaic and puzzle pieces to this whole experience. And as a person in this life that, as you said, Isla, is able to reach in and grab multiple tools from this toolbox. And when we allow that to happen and we reveal ourselves and accept ourselves and we shape the meaning of what it means to be all of this to ourselves, only after this work has begun, then can we start to have some form of semblance of understanding of how we move into the public sphere and how we move into the conversations with others. 
Absolutely. And this might seem like semantics, like hats, toolbox. Why does this matter? But it does matter because the language you use to communicate to others and communicate to yourself sends messages to your brain and those around you. It shapes your reality. It shapes how you see yourselves and how you see yourself and how you believe and perceive that others will see you. So we are always very cognizant of the words we use and the way we approach these, you know, we are trying to mind shift. So that is why the semantics of it actually do matter because the words have power and meaning of what they are communicating to you. And so when you are approaching your roles, when you're looking at your different characteristics and interests, how you choose to see yourself and how you choose to talk about those parts of you and then decide when and if to show them matters because it will shape your reality. It will shape whether you believe you are worthy of being whole, whether you feel safe in your own skin. And so that is why when we have these conversations, we ask you, what is it that you're actually saying to yourself? What are the parts you embrace? What are the parts you love most? And what are the parts that are sometimes in the shadows that you hide? And how can we shift some of this to be able to be more comfortable with all of this? What it is, is about really embracing that we are multifaceted dynamic humans and all of our experiences will give us tools and we want to embrace those tools. We want to use them to show up in different situations with awareness and accountability. And so in in today's episode, when we say, let's take off this idea of like that we wear hats and embrace our toolbox, it's really to show you ways in which you can bring all parts of yourself together and get to know them and understand how they interact and maybe not just put them in Tupperware drawers, you know, far away from each other. Hi friends, sorry for the quick interruption, but we really wanted you to be the first to know that on January 31st, we are releasing a free training entitled How to Work Better Together. If teamwork makes the dream work, how do you make the teamwork? We hope to provide you with strategies to optimize and leverage your team's best performance, lead you through conflict and challenge, build trust and accountability, and of course, as always, prioritize inclusion and mental health. The strategies that we're going to provide you will foster creativity and innovation, and you will leave the training with a personalized leadership strategy that you can apply right away. This training is ideal for small businesses, family businesses, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs or really individuals looking to upgrade their leadership skills and style. So yes, we will shift the way you lead, but more importantly, we will shift the way you work together. You can get early access by signing up in the show notes below. We look forward to seeing how this training will optimize your team's collaboration, harmony, and performance. Now back to the conversation. This idea also relates to two other conversations we had around the idea of belonging. It was episode 15 and episode 16. Episode 15 was about, do we play a small role? Do we stay small to be loved, to be accepted? Or do we feel like we have to always be strong in episode 16 to be loved and accepted? Everything we're doing on some form or another is to help us feel a sense of belonging, a sense of safety. And so piggybacking off the ideas of those conversations, and again, go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it already, is the idea of we belong best when we first belong to ourselves fully. We are healthier 
mentally, emotionally, and physically when we learn how to embrace all of ourselves for who we are and for how we want to show up and build space in communities, in workplaces, in families for that acceptance. And this is a conversation about that, really. As Isla said, it's a conversation about celebrating that, leaving room for celebration for that. And again, I'm going to circle back to what I said a little bit earlier is none of that, though, is possible if you don't make room for you to reveal yourself to yourself first. And so let's add a tool or two, Isla, to how one can go about revealing themselves to themselves. An exercise that we'll offer you today to try, take a moment and list out all the tools you have, all the resources you have within you, the skills, the wisdom, what the experiences have taught you and get to know this list. Keep adding to it. Get to know your whole self. Leave the hats and titles behind and instead of roles, look for characteristics and qualities that make you you. What makes you unique? What makes you whole? What makes you excited? What do you love? Even what are you embarrassed about? You know, you can use the free visualization tool we have with the leadership code to help assist with some of this, but go on beyond that to access these parts of you that maybe you have yet to bring to the surface. Maybe you have yet to bring all together in one place and use this list as an reminder that you are multifaceted and dynamic and ever growing and ever evolving and then use it as a toolbox that you can always access to allow the parts to shine when they need to. I want to highlight a specific part of the exercise that you spoke to Isla and that was describing yourself through the roles using characteristics, using values. I know from personal and professional experience, that is incredibly valuable because again, you don't end up saying, I'm a doctor, I'm a drummer, I'm a surfer, I'm an animal lover. You end up asking yourself, what about all of these things that bring me to life, sustain me? What is common within them, within my soul, within my heart, within my being? What brings me into joy? What brings me into engagement? And I look for, in my particular case of what I just described, I look for the commonalities. I look for the pieces that have more juice and energy behind them. So when I think of myself and want to celebrate my whole self, I'm not stuck with the title, but I'm highlighting the pieces that are of interest and of excitement. So it's about helping others. It's about seeing other people grow and do better. It's about building community and connection. It's about having an inspired and inspiring way of being with others. And so in that scenario, that is my whole self. That is how I show up fully. And so in any situation I'm in, whether it's you know on a surfboard or in a clinician's room or doing a presentation or sitting behind an instrument, I'm bringing that energy out with the activity I'm doing. I'm not simply that person who does that. I am a whole person who brings this type of energy to the interactions of various forms that I'm blessed to be able to be a part of. And I hope to be able to give others the same sort of energy. And that's when you can even hear in my voice, I'm like getting jazzed about it. It's because it's more than just the title or the hat that I'm wearing. It's about me as Yasha showing up fully for the activity in front of me and what magic can be created with myself and with others who participate in that activity. So that is an example of me quickly going through my 
hats, if you will, and transforming them into my characteristics, into my whole self and celebrating all of who I am. So that's a tangible way where you can do the same thing for yourself. And even though my list wasn't complete, there are other roles I play in my life. You can quickly see how fun it could become if we start looking deeper than the titles alone. So we hope this conversation helps you see yourself as a multifaceted individual with multitude of experiences and strengths and abilities and learn one simple tool of how you can bring all of those pieces together so you can show up to your life and your work as your whole self. Thank you for listening, friends. What shifted for you during this episode? We'd love to hear your insights. Write us with any questions, commentary, or episode ideas at theshift at mindshiftleadership.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would deeply appreciate a like and subscribe. The Shift is brought to you by MindShift Leadership, a heart-centered, evidence-based, mindset-powered leadership company, empowering you with the training to prioritize mental health, inclusion, and performance optimization.